This is Melina, and you're listening to Snapchat Podcast. Mm. <laughs> What's up, everyone? When you ask the question, who better than Brian Cage? Who likes nobody? And when you're asking, who better than Smash the Mat Podcast? That's also nobody. The Smash the Mat Podcast with your host, G Money, J5, DB, and Mr. Magnificent. Welcome to Smash the Mat, guys. I am your boy, J5. And of course, I am one half of the Ooh! sexiest tag team. Yeah, I know you get excited for me, Jay. It's okay. Oh no, it won't you. It won't. One it half definitely won't of the you. Sexiest tag team of all mankind. Ooh, wait, hold up. This, this way. Hey, oh, my all girl. mankind. Hey, yeah, my all girl. mankind. Other way. <laughs> yeah. Hey. What's up? Y'all, what's up? You know, I started to pull a G money and go, hey, 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 what's great the state? Hey, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? (laughs) Two of us have different hairstyles now, you know? This is true. That is true. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And and only one of them I like. I love your hair, Chantel. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) What's crazy is, Ken, but what's crazy is you're all, the only reason why, like I was telling you before, the only reason why I cut my hair is just because I wanted to. I still have my hair, all of my hair. I still Unlike, have all of them. oh, ooh, right there. Show, show the back, show the back. I, the camera don't go around that far, sir. It oh, yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You probably break it anyway. Uh-huh. But go <laughs> ahead, it miss. Shit. Oh, yeah, it's Alan Bridge and Tilly Lace. Hello, everyone. That's, welcome, That's it's been welcome. a while. Mm-hmm. Welcome, mm-hmm. welcome, welcome, everybody. Today, yeah, every- we have a go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say everybody includes our guest, our very special guest. Well, special. Miss, no, excuse me. I, I didn't mean to say special. He's not special. He is essential. Yes. He is the essential one, the essential one, Mister Devin Worthy. Worthy. There we go. My guy, what's up, my what's up? brother? What's up? What's up? How are you What's doing? Going What's going on? Chilling, chilling, man. Oh, uh, you know, living that essential life. Ah, yeah. Where's my mask? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I don't. Where's right? I can't, I can't, no, we're, to... we're we're social distance guys. That's okay. Oh, it's okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we're good. <laughs> so what, what 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 does it really mean to be the essential one? Like, what makes you essential? Well, see, you would ask that, considering you're not essential. <laughs> uh, to be essential has means that you were hand picked, hand plucked. By the powers that be of this country to thrive out there and go to battle during a time of the pandemic and that you were just deemed such great quality and such great immune system and great work that you can go out there and survive and outlast and prosper during this time of tragedy yeah i i can i can attest to that so that means we that are, makes that makes me essential too, because when it rains, pours, snows, sleets, hails, hurricane, tornado, earthquake, I gotta go to work, regardless. <laughs> so, not only I'm essential. That's true. Not, not, okay. well, well, Chantel, are you essential as well? When I feel like it, you know, I like to razzle dazzle <laughs> it here and there. Razzle you know. <laughs> so, so I have an idea, Devin. I, I think we should bring you on. Uh, for a one-on, one-off deal with Team Sexy, so we could become essentially sexy. You know, that's that's a uh, that's a good idea, and we could pr- we could probably sell 
essential oils that make you sexy. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh, that is so stolen. Essential oils. That's for you, Devin. You should you should use that. You should use oh, essential about, oils. I thought about having just bagging up my sweat after a match. Right, right. Right. Essential right. Oils. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh Listen, there's a market for it. It is. You know, people buy mm-hmm. uh, Kanye's, uh, well, no, was it Erica Badu? <laughs> Anything oh Kanye somebody yeah. buys. Is, it, yeah. It, it, somehow yeah. I'm not surprised. It, oh, it, yeah. It's sold, anything. too. Don't get it wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's sold. It's sold. So, Devin, tell us yes. a little bit about yourself, man. Like, what made you start wanting to wrestle? Oh, so everybody has that. I remember when I first started watching wrestling moment. Well, I don't because it was that long ago. I was so young. Um, if you ask my parents, they say I was two years old running around saying, I'm going to be a pro wrestler one day. And like, it's hard to believe, but like, I kind of do considering I really don't have that concrete. That's when I first started watching. Like, I just grew up knowing everything about it, wanting to be it, loving it. So, uh, like, you know, it wasn't cool around my neck of the woods really like i didn't think it was anyway so i didn't really go around talking about it a whole lot but everybody knew so i graduated high school and like i was kind of floundering in college and i was like man you really want to do this do it so i got on google luckily my age has google and can just research stuff like that so i just moved around sorry (laughs) i was not a shot at anybody but um, but you hear about all the old school veterans who had to Can't. cross, you know, cross state lines to go to be able to go to school, or like you couldn't find, you had to like go down this long checklist of checking with people where you could go to schools at. So, I, but luckily, I just had Google. So I googled, you know, wrestling schools in Eastern North Carolina, and I just happened to come across one, a startup one, and um, in a town called Beulahville, which is literally the next town over from mine, like ten minutes away. Oh. And, um, I messaged the guy, he said, come aboard. I was like the second only ever student to come to the school and the rest kind of is history. So you, you talk about, about school. Tell us a little bit about the schools you went to, where you trained at, stuff like that. Okay. So I started at 19 years old, which I thought was young. And then now I realize there's a bunch of 13, 14 and 15 year olds out there starting. And I'm like, well, I feel old. So, uh, but I started at 19 and I remember it being October of 2015. Uh, I started at what was called Evolution Wrestling Academy, which was the head trainer was Cuball Carmichael, which was a name amongst the mid-Atlantic independent scene region. And um, he's been, he had had over 25 years experience at the time in professional wrestling. He was trained he was trained at the Wild Samoan School, no, no, the High Chief Peter Maivia School in Hawaii. Then came back to the states and trained under Luthez. Uh, well, they're still the states. Hawaii still the states. He came back to the <laughs> continental United States and trained under Luthez for a while as well. So I trained under him from October. Uh, then June of the following year, I had my very first match. Um, then. A few months later, about August, I got connection with Ring Wars Carolina out of Fayetteville with their head trainers being Eddie Brown and Hangtime. 
they took me under their wing because, sadly, because there wasn't a whole lot of students coming through in this little small town, my original trainer had to close the doors on his training academy. So he got me in touch with Eddie Brown and Hangtime, and they were gracious enough to let me go train with them as well. So I trained there and also had uh, worked the wrestling shows there from, let's say, about August of 2016 till probably summer of 2020, and then made the jump with Hangtime to the 2-6 Wrestling Academy in Fayetteville also. That's awesome. You talk. You were talking about your age, you know, in and the 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 time frame and how you had Google and stuff like that when you came through. So I'll tell you a little bit about me. I'm 34, 30, I'm 35. I'm sorry. I'm 35, and I just started Ooh. wrestling. Right, right. And you talk about these 13 year olds, right? So I feel like you guys are a blessing. To us, those older guys that decide they want to come out and start wrestling and stuff like that. I want to thank you for um, motivating, being motivating to us older people to get out there and do things well, like that. Well, in the well. same sense, it's motivating to see someone in their, I won't say later years, but in their mid-30s who were picking it up and won't let time, father time, naysayers, anything stop them from doing what they want to do. So it's also a motivation seeing someone with a drive and determination, even though they have a lot of obstacles in their way as well. Right, right, right. You know, it's safe to say that he's a geriatric. You can just say that flat out. <laughs> <laughs> but, Ken, you can't laugh because you're older than me. Hey, I am no geriatric, that's for sure. You're older than me, Ken. Hey! Hey! There he is. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's there. No! Just mad G couldn't be here to give me my intro. Oh, he's he's probably he's probably. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I not do good? Okay, it's fine. Uh, he, I just know not, how much uh, he loves fine. to do it. I just uh, know how I know. much he loves to do it. Oh, he, he he'll probably all into it. But you that's great. What's... G does this for a living. This is what he does. Yeah. He is yeah. the announcer of announcers. Oh yeah, he is I your like favorite DJ's favorite DJ. That's right. <laughs> so, but when he gets on, he'll probably as soon as he gets on, he'll probably be he'll probably say something to you about it. Or do it. <laughs> well, I hope so, because I need it. I need it, because like, every time Smash the Mat podcast comes on and he's doing one matches, or every time he shouts me out on the radio, I just I get all hyped up. He said, give him give him five minutes. Uh-oh, he's five warming minutes. his voice up. He's, he's getting the water together. Water, yeah. Got it. He's got his ro- routine going on. Yeah, he's got, you got know. the mints and the green I'm M&Ms on the too. side. He's, he's <laughs> all... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's awesome. He needs, awesome. Uh, he needs some essential oils for the throat. Right, right, <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> he said that, not me. <laughs> oh, you nasty! Now I do want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> oh man! Oh, he just got it. <laughs> oh, it's a humor ring. Just no, no, I got it. I got it when you said it. It oh. was just. I'm just, it's just, keep, it's continuous. Go ahead, don't mind me. Well, well Mr. Worthy, you know, you, you've talked about uh, you being in school and the evolution of your gimmicks. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about this? Uh, I mean, this is how I remember seeing you the first time. Uh, so, Jesus. Uh, first of all, I, I don't mean to offend anybody with this gimmick. 
Well, to an extent, I did. Um, so <laughs> I I got it tied up right now, but I have long hair, and it's long, thick, curly, wavy, and brown. And I, with the beard, I get told multiple times by people, I look like Jesus. So I always <laughs> tell people I look like the the reimagining of Jesus or the depictions of Jesus because if you know you actually read the text, it, I don't look anything like him. So I used that to my advantage ever so slightly. So when I first broke out, I wanted to be a cult leader that used his image in his in his uh you know in his wheelhouse or in his ah, I can't think of words. So he wanted to use his likeness to Jesus, use it to his advantage. There it is. So I wanted to it make it look like I was a cult leader that people trusted because of my image ref- looking so much like the Holy one himself. And, uh, let, let's just say, uh, the, that picture you put up was my first time doing this gimmick character. We were, I don't know if you remember Mr. Magnificent, but we were at a church annex. Yes, we were. And that was whenever I first pulled it out. And let's just say there was quite a few people not too pleased in the crowd. Um, I- yeah, I, I, I remember seeing this, like being in the locker room, you know, you come in dressed like you. Mm-hmm. And, then, you know, I remember watching you walk by in your full gimmick. I was like, oh, my God, I started praying. I was like, is, hey. is, is, it, is it rapture? <laughs> and then I saw what uh-huh. I don't know what you if you can see this clearly and not on the picture. It's hard to see, but there's actually a cross uh. upside down in the middle of his forehead. All right. I can't say oh. I don't take credit for that because <laughs> I still did it. But somebody yes. had the idea, you know, it would really make people mad if you had an upside down cross on your forehead. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, it would make people mad. Yeah. No, sir, that's not how you make people mad. That's how you go to hell. <laughs> okay, okay. To be fair, that's not even like a – that's not a anti-Christianity thing. That's actually how, if I'm not mistaken, Peter wanted to be crucified because he didn't think he was worthy of being crucified the same way as his Lord and Savior. That is very, very true. Very, very true. The Look worthy one. Spitting some education and some some right. some. Yeah, you got to know for the character. If I really wanted to manipulate some people, you have to know. Yeah, so when people come up and ask you questions and stuff, mm-hmm. why would you do that? Blah 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 blah. What blah 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 blah. You can and you start spitting off some scripture like that, and it really, you know, it's what they call living the gimmick. <laughs> That's it. So how did you feel when you saw Seth Rollins basically taking on that same approach on uh, WWE? (laughs) I'm glad you asked because not only have I always been referred to as looking like Jesus, I have never been somewhere that somebody hadn't said, hey, you look like Seth Rollins. Is that Seth Rollins? So the fact that me and him look so much alike and then five years later he ends up doing just about the exact same gimmick has me very much like conflicted in emotion because one thing is like, well, obviously it was a good enough character that it got on the TV, but at the same time, it's like, my God, right. if we didn't look enough already. Now he's doing the same thing I did. Like it, it really, it threw me, but I did enjoy him doing the character. So like, I can't be too upset about it. What you I don't know is that, is that Devin actually sent him a cease and desist letter in the mail. <laughs> that's, that's why he no longer does it. Huh. Yes, that's why he stepped away from televisions because I had to, you know, <laughs> I had to put a little threat to him. Uh, People actually started calling me the Saturday Night uh, Savior. They did. I, I do. I do remember that. 
You should run with it. I thought about right. it. But <laughs> I thought about it. I mean, I, think, I mean, it sounds it's it's, it's but I dope. Think Seth is going by SmackDown Savior now that he's on SmackDown, so it's like I can't completely. I, think, I, I don't. I, we don't know what he's going to do with everything that is going on because you know he's coming back you know he's got his he's got his little munchkin with him and everything now you know what i mean wow wow ro munchkin. i think his name i think it's his name did you just call the man a munchkin I yeah, the kid it. i think it's called ro it's i think the baby's called I ro. Pronounce oh, it when I saw it. her it's a girl her. i'm sorry oh, okay okay i think her name is ro wow. it is ro though right and you had a, I think and you so. had the nerve to get on Ken earlier for doing the same thing. <laughs> well, you have to understand, Ken can't spell. He cannot. Oh my God. He can't spell. He can't Ken, type. He Ken can't can pronunciate. Ken cannot text. No, Ken can't spell. Big old fingers, them big old fingers on the keyboard just don't work. <laughs> hey, one thing we will not talk about on this show is my fat fingers. We are not going there. Oh, excuse me. His fingers that just happened to touch three letters at the same time. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you, the crazy part about it, the crazy part about it is he doesn't even try and correct himself. No, no, no. <laughs> he doesn't no, even no. Like, point, hey, like most people. Know, yeah, point, happens, so I'm happens. like, forget it. Sometimes I'll be like, what, what is he trying to say? Sometimes I, sometimes I look at my text messages after a sin. I'm like, what the world did I just say? I, I have to go back and try to decipher it myself. And just and leave we were, it. Dictionary. Right. Well, since, mm-hmm. since we're in this uh, mode of explaining things, uh, Mr. Worthy, would you care to explain this? <laughs> All right. It's like you were having so, a pretty good time. So I can't remember the exact month and date, but I think it was it was beginning of 2020. It was late in the first couple of months. Ring of Honor was still touring and they came to Concord, North Carolina. And because of a fellow classmate in training school, Flex Simmons, being a part of the dojo, the Ring of Honor dojo, he sent us a, or he told us, invited us to come out and he had us connected with someone who would have us on the production crew and help set up for production. So we came out and helped set up the production crew and helped set up the ring and Dalton Castle needed two people to play the boys for him, which are the guys who walk out to the ring with him dressed as such. And just it's flamboyant as can be. It's really, it's such flamboyance. Me and Joseph Everhart, another guy that uh, we've trained with, we were picked, we were picked to do it. And I'm telling you, it was, it's, it's, it's a surreal to think about being on ring of honor television, whether or not, you know, my face was covered or not. Uh, it's just like a motivator to see the crowd that was there, the production that goes into it, the talent that's there and just the quality of matches. So it was like a, it was surreal being able to be on that stage and be out there in front of a crowd that I've never been in front of before, but to do it in such a costume, you really have to be (laughs) so free and open-minded and, Oh, Oh my God. It's, the essential <laughs> Devin Worthy. Got it. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. I'm to get Got up and start it. doing spins in my room. Yes. That is the moment we've been waiting on. Yes. yes. My apologies. 
I was eating my dinner, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's a long day. See, this, he just admitted he was eating his dinner. I don't want to hear another fat joke. But but I didn't. Now, no, 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 no. What, I, G, what you do? What you do? Wait, no, wait. There you go. What you do? <laughs> you will have the food with you on the show. How many times have we been at your house doing the show? And Chantel, <laughs> let me tell you what this man does. Let me tell you what this oh, guy does. Him. This guy, well, this guy right here, he will he will fry like a whole thing of chicken. You know what I'm saying? And then while we're doing the show, he's there with a plate. And yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I think yeah, I agree with you, G. Just smacking. <laughs> Just smacking. And you know the real big difference with G eating and you eating like you do, Ken? G works out every day. Every day. <laughs> every day. Every day. Eight, eight ounce curls don't count, bro. He, he does work. The question is, does he work out? Yes. He does go to work every day. This yeah, is true. I, I, I work outside, outside of, the, of the his house. house. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, there it is. There it is. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he goes to the gym. He goes to the gym. He goes to Jim's Jim's house. Pawn shop. Jim's, Jim's pawn, pawn shop. shop. Oh, no. And I go to church too. Hmm. Church, church, church of chicken. chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chicken. yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> hey, G. Yeah. Uh, real quick before we, before you jump in here, I don't I don't know if you saw this or not, but there's some stuff that was left over in here from the last show. And I don't know why it just keeps. Yes, I don't. I don't know why that happened. Yes, I don't. I, that I'm. I don't know what to say about that. Lord, I mean, the just, Lord has hold, blessed hold, me on this day. Hold, hold. The up. Lord has blessed me on this day. You know what? You guys are lucky. You guys are lucky that I didn't start this show because if I would have started the show, I would have had updated pictures of Miss Jade Cargill. I would have. But it's okay. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Don't take me out. Save it for next time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Don't don't take me out. You saw the don't don't go too far here. You see the the junky room. No, you stay right there. <laughs> focus on this. Right. Not 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 what's over here. You said not fo- what's over there. Right. You said focus on this. Right. Yes, Lord. There you go. I'm sorry. There you go. I I, I got it. I, I think I, I understand how this works now. Right. <laughs> Oh, let me chill. My girlfriend's upstairs. Let me chill out. <laughs> so people are sending me pictures of them in a Devin Worthy shirt. So I just wanted to let you know that. Oh, speaking of the Devin Worthy shirt, do you, do you have that shirt, Devin? The the shirt so, that. Oh, uh, yes, I do. It's it's in my it's in my gear bag. So it's it's okay. All... That's that, that no, just lets not... me know what's important. Yeah, it's so, it's there. So. It's right there, waiting for the next time I get to bring it out and show everybody like who's who and what's what. And <laughs> my people care about me more than your people care about you. <laughs> this is true. Oh, uh, I saw the new gear too, man. I, I like it. I like the new gear. You do? Yeah, yes. I was uh I was talking to J Five before we came on about who made my gear, my most recent gear, and uh, he I think uh, got the dude a new customer. So I guess if I plug, I got, I got, I, I'll plug for a second. So I got two new gear from a guy named Arrow Boy on the Indies. His name is Arrow Boy. He's a mask luchador. He's actually from Mexico, and okay. uh, he makes really good gear, top of the line. His like, turnaround time is amazing, and it's quality gear. And I'm telling you, it's it's cheap, but not like ill cheap. It's like oh my god, cheap. You know, so it doesn't look like it's cheap, but it's cheap. Hmm. Pay I me now. You- 
I wish I would have talked to you before I just <laughs> I just paid a guy to make me some gear. Oh man, See, oh, I've been trying to his... promote this dude. I've been trying to promote this dude to everybody around me who's been talking about gear just because his stuff is good, 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 man. Right, like right. You said like and the guy that I'm sorry, well, I know we're going off topic. The guy that made my gear also that he's making my gear also made Trey's Trey's Genovese's gear. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So. I do like that. I like that. Yeah, uh, I think, and if I'm nice. not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, Trey's actually got up with MVPs uh, uh, about who makes this because they have like the similar bodysuit. Yep. And if I'm not mistaken, Trey's they uh, do. Genovese yeah. got up with the uh, with MVP about who makes his. So I'm not. I don't know yes, that for did. sure. Well, I, I'm going I like I got mine from um, Champion City Gear. His name is mm -hmm. Alberto J. Ware, but he posted like. He posted Trey's and a bunch of other people's gear that he made. Like okay. he, he does that on a regular. Okay. And I was like, oh crap, I know this. I know that guy's stuff. So oh. I was like, I was impressed with the quality. So I was like, you know. Also, also, I've had gear made you by talking a guy to me, named, I've had gear made by a man named uh Anarchy Ash Aubrey. He's made gear for me before and he's also in the process of making gear for me again. He does really good work, pretty cheap too. He's just really busy, and his excuse for that is don't ever trust a gear maker that's not busy. Because that means their work ain't so good. So I was mm. like, you know what? You got me sold right there. But wow. you know what? That that brings me to like a, a question. So I, I would like everybody actually to give me an answer. How important do you feel like a wrestler's gear is to who they are in their character? Let's oh start with Ken. Chantel. No, let's, Chantel. Let's start Ladies with Ken. First. because, oh, Like I said, let's start with Ken. But I mean, ladies <laughs> first. Ladies first. That's what... You He's got calling, it. I, I you understand got what it. you're saying. She got it. I understand what she you're saying. But we want we want the real lady. <laughs> so I I think from being on the outside, I think it's extremely important because I feel like it ties everything in together. Because if you're gonna walk around like being a tough guy, I want to see some badass shit. Well, and that's <laughs> the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Now let's go across from here to there i'm getting i'm getting the hang of this so you go i'm ahead. not <laughs> i know so sometimes i'll be it's like backwards. go ahead backwards. okay it's, no it's <laughs> back yeah so now we're going to ken yeah. there we go so I, I i think gear is incredibly important i mean if you want to be treated as professional you have to look the part as well as act the part um and your gear should definitely reflect uh your gimmick uh, there's a lot. There are a lot of wrestlers who have gear that it doesn't necessarily match their gimmick. They just go, "Oh, this looks cool, and let's throw this together." And that doesn't work for me. It, it really doesn't. It has to reflect who you are, gimmick-wise. Like your Heinz mustard uh, gimmick gear. <sighs> oh God! I don't. I I don't know what he's talking about. Man, I've, <laughs> please I, tell me somebody came prepared. All right. <laughs> I didn't know we were talking about gear. I didn't know we were talking about gear. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't know what. You what know what? You lucky about. I don't have. You lucky I don't have it. But what about <laughs> but uh, J Five? Well, I me being very new to this uh, professional wrestling world, I think gear is important. Like. Ken and Chantel were saying it does definitely it your gear should definitely match your gimmick or your personality or whatever that you're going to because like there's no point in wearing bright yellow cut bright yellow Bailey 
light-ish colors if you're trying to be a badass. That's why Bailey changed her whole outfit, her whole outlook, because, you know, of her, her, her gimmick change, her character change, which I can't stand. Because, never mind. I'm not going to tell you why I don't like it. All right. What about you, Devin? Like, speak as a worker and as a as a fan. You know. So when when you're at, when you're a wrestler, the first thing people notice is your music because that's the first thing they hear, and then you walk out. So the first thing they see, and so when they see you, they're either going to think this guy looks legit or he does not, and I don't care about him. So if you got legit professional looking gear, you can immediately turn people's heads. I know standing backstage in my gear because of it being professionally made and it fitting my character, people looked at me as a, like just other other wrestlers have said that guy could do things strictly because of what he looks like and the gear he's wearing. People can immediately look professional. It's like saying it's like showing up to your job interview very well dressed, you have a better chance of uh getting the getting the job. Um, so like very flashy gear is really like so it's like the young bucks with all their flashy gear and their tassels on their boots gets people's attention that could be a good thing but gear also doesn't have to be important if you think about stone cold steve austin and goldberg they literally just wore black trunks right right and they you they said i'm not going to be popular because of my gear i'm gonna be popular because of me and what i do in that ring so it's a double-edged sword where your gear can make you very popular but it can take away from who you are as a performer in the ring. Whereas your gear, your gear doesn't have to be anything. It can look bland, but you can overcome that in the ring. So it's all about you and your style actually, and who you are as a performer. I personally own these independent shows right now when you don't have a whole lot of time to impress fans that haven't seen you before. And they don't have a whole lot of time to get invested in you. Uh, them, get their attention. Almost like, you know, make like a horn out of a drill or something and come out and just start spraying that horn. Oh, why are you laughing, Mr. Magnificent? Oh, oh, no, is that... I, because you're absolutely yeah. right. You are absolutely Oh, that's right. right. That's that's your thing. That's your yeah. thing. It's, yes, it yeah. is. So getting the crowd's attention, you can get that through gear. You can get that through your music. But ultimately, your performance in the ring is what's going to tell. But gear do- always helps. Gear does help. Yeah. I, I agree. Like, my... I I have a thing where if you're going to be some, now now granted guys like Stone Cold, Karrion Cross, Goldberg, you know, when you don't have like a specific gimmick that is centered around a certain look, then yeah, you know, <clears throat> basic tights are 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 perfect. But, but like, the good thing you, about them is they had they had they didn't have gear a gear look. They had a look to them. If that makes sense, you know what I'm saying. Like they had, like, they like were bald. Not necessarily. No, I'm bald. just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> not, Continue. not necessarily bald. Messing. You know, which is J Five yeah. trying to jump on that train. He thinks just because you're bald, you look like a badass now. So. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it could. You... <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. But um... and to be fair, to be fair, Stone Cold and Goldberg, they had a lot of flack for not having specific gear and just coming out in black like it was looked at as a bad thing and that was stone cold's whole point he's like i'm gonna come out in black trunks black boots and i'm gonna prove to everybody i can still be anything without all the flashiness right but in a way it also still fit their personality it it, it, it was their look their actual Mm -hmm. look to them 
and not just their gear. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, who they were as a person. You know what I'm saying? So no, yeah. I, I get that. Like things that that throw me off about people in their gear. Like let's say, let's say, let's say somebody's gimmick is okay. Craven the Hunter. You know. Craven Hunter from Spider-Man. He's a he's a jungle guy that hunts animals, right? So when you see him, when you see him in the comics and stuff, you know, he's got like he's got like the uh he's dressed like he's dressed like a like a hunter. So let so if if your gimmick is like some kind of a hunter, you know what I'm saying, you should have something that looks like you hunt. You shouldn't same thing come, with like Sergeant Slaughter. Right, exactly. Like you can't have a military gimmick and then and then you come out and like jorts. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> jean shorts and a tank top. Like, and then you're like, <clears throat> then you're like, I'm Sergeant, whatever. You're like, how? What? You know what I'm saying? Like, no camouflage, no, no BDUs, no, you ain't got none of that. Like, you know, that's, I, I want to, I want to make specific examples, but I'm not going to do that because I want to put nobody on blast. But yes, I, you should. But, uh, I dare you. <clears throat> no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> if it's important to the gimmick then it's important but yeah, don't exactly. let your gear define you so to speak yeah <clears throat> let it be like a little bonus like a little little seasoning on your on who you are a little yeah. a little, little damn it here we go again don't know which way to look good <laughs> <laughs> oh, lord so so I would I seen like the last couple of minutes before I got in got in here. Did you guys ask him who who he used to watch us when he was coming up? We did not. I was okay, going so to, but Ken kept, you know, eating <laughs> all the questions and stuff thinking, you know. But go ahead. You disappeared for a minute, Jay. Yeah, I had to go um take care of my child. <laughs> who fell off the bed? Again? No. <laughs> she was still crying. Come on! I put the gate up. <laughs> All right. But Devin. Oh, oh, yeah. Who? No, I was about to answer it. Are you? Yeah. Okay. We were paused. We were really paused okay. for that. So, who did I watch whenever I was younger? So. Like I was telling him before you jumped on, I don't have a concrete moment of when I first started watching wrestling because I, it's just always been a part of my life. So, but the biggest, uh, the biggest influences to me growing up were the Hardy Boys, and I don't know if that to y'all who know me, I don't know if that's obvious or not. But uh, you know, the two guys from a little small town in North Carolina, you know, that's who right. doesn't relate to that around here? And um, <laughs> right. But it was mainly it was mainly Jeff. It was mainly Jeff Hardy, just like everybody else. Like he just has that strange, you know, uh look about uh, him. Yeah. It, it's just he has a he has a drawing factor, which is what they call the it factor. I mean, you just you see this guy and you want to be friends with him. Like it, it it's it's be it, that gets tossed around all the time that people have an it factor and Jeff had it. Like it was something about it was it was a little bit of him his extreme uh style of wrestling. But I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that he was somebody I kind of wanted to be as far as like I felt a little bit more on that punk rocky side growing up. But I could never like express it because I was from a very rural town that like kind of frowned upon, um, you know, I guess, alt, alt alternative style people. Right. So like he would come out with the with all the the art just all the artisticness about him. Like with and he had his fingernails painted and he would draw all over himself and he just had such a just like 
just go with the flow. It just, and so laid back feeling, it was just something about him was very intriguing to where like every time I was on the trampoline, I was Jeff Hardy doing swan Tom bombs and whispering <laughs> right. the winds and stuff. Well, yeah. I, and, I could dig that. Cause you, you see, you see Jeff Hardy and Jeff Hardy is unapologetically himself. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like everything about him is, he he does everything the way he wants to do it. No matter no matter if it looks crazy to somebody else, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like yo, you know, when I'm going to dye it, my hair right. all these colors. I'm piercing everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> you know, so I I can understand that. Like I said, I was able to uh, <clears throat> live through him in a way because like I always wanted to go and dye my hair. I wanted to grow my hair out. I wanted to just, of course, I wanted to be a wrestler. So that was another thing. He was it signed whenever he was like 19 or 18 years old and that was always my dream i wanted to be in professional wrestling whenever i was 19 because of him and it was just everything that he, i wanted to dress like the hardy boys you know i just never felt comfortable enough to do it where so i saw them i was like oh man they're me they're who i want to be so like and then, let's talk about i'm sorry oh you said never too late, late. Never too late. <laughs> Let, let's let's talk yeah. about how much of an influence uh, somebody such as okay. myself was <laughs> on your career, um, and how much you looked up to me. Um, well, as you were whenever coming up in the ring, when I first when I first broke in and started wrestling around Ring Wars Carolina, I was very heavily influenced on not wearing a onesie in a wrestling match because <laughs> of how hot it looked. And that it was. was the biggest influence. <laughs> no, honestly though, and like this is not a shot at uh Mr. Magnificent or anything, but he wasn't really uh, like we were kind of like we kept missing each other. So like I think I would I came in about the time he was like moving on and then like whenever he started coming back, I think so I what, moved So what on you're and, saying is he wouldn't go to practice. I'm that's what it that sounds like I would to not me. Say that. I was sounds like to me that like you just wasn't going to practice, Mister Magnificent. Uh, hey, hey, ten, ten over ten years of working, you learn how to bump, sir. You never <laughs> stop training, but you don't have to do it on a daily base basis, rookie. <laughs> oh no, not the rookie. Oh. Oh. Hey, that rookie is showing out. I'll just give you that. that rookie is showing out. Uh, you know what? I, I'm a hundred percent gonna agree with you on that. He, I mean, the unofficial I, third member of Team Sexy. Yes, look, it's going to happen mm. one day. Yes, I don't know when. Right I don't cooler. know where. Oh, so but cool. at some show, some show. Sweet Daddy D and Mr. Magnificent are going to come out, and they're going to be followed by Sue Cooler track. Jones. That's right. It's and I'm be- a, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and uh, look. I'm coming out there. I have a I have a Jerry Curl wig. I'm putting <laughs> the wig on. I'm gonna have some. I'm gonna have some activator, and I'm and you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna come out and I'm a. You know what I'm saying, Sue Cooler. <laughs> I'm going to get in the ring. As soon as we start the match, I'm taking the wig off. <laughs> <laughs> and I then, told him and he, then, and he look, should and, take a bump before he takes the oh, wig yeah, off. Oh, yeah, yeah. I should get yeah. the activator stain on the, on the, on the canvas. <laughs> on the canvas. <laughs> That's going to piss off no. whoever ring that is. is going to be really upset. But then so, all you have to do be? after that. Is you got to put the wig back on after you either win or lose. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. Oh no, the wig is going back. Look, the, the wig is for the entrance and the exit. Right. Win right. or lose, it's going back on. Whether it's tilted some kind of way right. or whatever, it's 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 going up there. Believe that. I don't know when it's going to happen, 
because I don't know when it's going to happen, but you know, Dave actually, Dave when, is the one that, that gave me the idea. It was Dave, Dave's when idea. Said that, Dave when you ready. said the Jerry curl, when you said the Jerry curl, I immediately imagined uh, Eddie Murphy's brother. I can't remember his name right now. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Murphy. Murphy. Charlie, Charlie <laughs> Murphy. That's immediately who I ever thought of like, with the glasses and the, the what, Jerry curl. And I was like, oh, God. What did the five fingers say to the face? Slap. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, I thought I had it in here. I thought I had it in here. I was about to say, Mr. Magnificent would be a good influence if I was ever really around him because you know we talk junk to Mr. Magnificent, but he has been around a little bit longer, a lot longer than all oh, of us. And, uh, can always learn something from somebody who's been around, especially a tag yeah. team specialist. Tag team art is really hard to master, but when you do, it is so beautiful. So whenever somebody can master it and can pass it on to other people, that is something that I really would enjoy to be under that learning tree. That, that is start, definitely, hey, definitely you, a lost art. You, you talk a about a learning art. tree, man. On, on a serious note, you know, you say I've been around for a long time, and I have, but I still learn a lot by watching watching you guys. And when I come train with you guys, there's still so much stuff that just mm-hmm. completely blows my mind that you guys well, do. Well, because wrestling is is left to interpretation. That's literally what it's about. It's how it, it's a it's like watching. Broadway or it's like watching a ballet it's how you see a bunch of moves and interpret it in your mind so like everybody comes at it from a different perspective so you may come at it from being in the uh, business for over 10 years and I come at it being fresh but I look at it in a different way because I'm not adjusted in my viewpoint and it's just everybody has a different take on wrestling that it you can't just immediately rule somebody out and it's just it but that's what keeps it that's what keeps it going it's just, but that's how also how you reach all audiences because not everybody's going to think about wrestling the same way Mr. Magnificent or how Devin Worth thinks about it. Right. So you got to see everybody else's viewpoint. That's very true. So, and and you and I were trained by pretty much the same people, mm-hmm. but in in different, uh, I guess for lack of better term, era. decades. Era. <laughs> <laughs> At different times. <laughs> so the style in low, which low, we low, wrestle, low, 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 time ago. <laughs> the style in which we wrestle is completely different. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. But see, too, I was uh, I was brought up uh, through the ranks, still learning a lot of old school uh, style of wrestling. So it's funny because I'm, I guess, technically part of this new generation, and I hate the 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 constant uh, choreographed. Flippy shit. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. I was reading what uh, Matthew said. Um, but yeah, I hate the choreographed flippity flop with no psychology, no storytelling to it. I understand it has its place, but it's not something I enjoy unless like I go to the circus. But I didn't go to the circus. I went to watch a story being told. And like, so that's that's where like my, I'm a little bit different than this newer generation where I'm I'd rather storytell than I would. Now, don't get me wrong. As some of you have seen a few times, I can do some of the flippy stuff. But, and, but it deserves a rightful place, and it deserves to be in a spot that furthers the story. So how, so how long have you been active now? So I began training in October of 2015. So okay. I'm, October will be six years since I started training. June will be five years since my first match. Okay, so I just seen this comment, and this one right here. Tips for up and comers in this biz. Now, now, you two guys are are clearly the most experienced here because because uh, Mr. J Five and myself, 
like J five, you're what uh, like four like not less even than four months in less than what I started in October. October, matter of fact, mid October is like the fifteenth or so was my first. Oh, uh, that's when I started training. And me, twenty twenty though. And uh. I started training. <laughs> I started it? during the pandemic. Yeah, I started. Which is not a bad the time. Last, right. was it last August or last September? No, it was August or hold up, September twenty nineteen. It August. was twenty nineteen. I think it was August. August, because that's but, when I left. Because I but, left in August. I left, okay. I left in but, August. Um, and I think in August is about the time I came back, and you were just about starting. So right, okay. So do do you guys have any tips for up and comers trying to get into the to the business? I could tell oh, you straight. I could give you one off top. Be coachable. Yes. Be coachable ding. and be patient. Ding ding ding. Yes, and be humble. I don't. I don't care how long you've been wrestling. I don't care where you've been. TNA, WWE. We all end up in the same place. So definitely, be humble. Um, like like you said, G. Be teachable. Uh, never think that you are ever better than anybody else because when you're in the ring, you're only as good as the person across from you. So <coughs> that was just man, you know what? And <laughs> the one, the the one thing that I keep hearing, you know, like I said, I'm only a couple months into this, and um, I still haven't had my first match and everything. The one big, the one, the biggest things is well, two of the biggest things is one, slow down, mm-hmm. and know your basics. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. One thing that I've noticed, and I don't know why I'm talking because I've barely got a little over a year, but people see stuff on TV and they think they get to wrestling practice and like, oh, yeah, all right, it's first day I'm doing a sling blade. It's not just practice. It's not just practice. It's actual (laughs) matches, too. Oh, Oh, man. Man. Well, I was watching Raw the other night and I saw him do this move, so I want to do it out there. No, 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 you're not. Because and another uh, another thing I would say is be patient, mm-hmm. be patient because you get in there on your first day and you want to bump and you want to do swantons and and all kinds of these moves, and it, it starts with your basics. You have to learn the basics before you can do any of that stuff, and don't rush it because it will come. If you rush it, that's when you get hurt. All right. So speaking of hurt, piggybacking off of uh, piggybacking off of what I think Matthew commented a little bit earlier, you you've never learned everything about this business. Don't be afraid like you with coachable. Don't be afraid to sit under learning trees and listen to everybody, whether it's, whether it's somebody who's been in for five years, whether somebody has been in for 10, 20, like listen to find your veterans in your locker room, listen to them, sit under their learning tree, find people who are better than you and work with them because you can't get better. If working people below you, uh, less is more, like Mark said. Um, if you're going too slow, slow down. If you think you're going too slow, slow down even more. Uh, you have to walk before you can crawl, and you have to crawl before you can run, all those things. But um, if you really want – if just the business as a whole, figure out every gear. Get Figure out how every gear gets the motor running, like the people who take the tickets, the people who set up the ring, the people who promote the show, like – it's like talk to them, understand what they're doing and understand where they're coming from. So you have a better understanding of this entire business as a whole. So you can have a better appreciation for it. And Chantel, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to ask Chantel, what, what were you about to say? You were going to say something before Devin started. Oh, wow. Way to make me oh. sound like an asshole. 
<laughs> no, I was going to ask, like, have you had any significant injuries since starting this whole process? I luckily have not. The worst thing I've done, aside from, you know, just being sore, the worst thing I did, I think I uh, landed wrong on my heel. So that my, I had heel spurs for like a little, about a few weeks. And then like every now and then when it's really cold, it'll it'll still feel like it's like it's asleep, so to speak. But that's about it. Luckily, you know, knock on wood, I've actually my entire life, I've never had a big injury or anything other than cuts, scrapes, bruises or sprains. So or twisted ankles or anything like that. Okay. Okay. Um, For everybody, everybody except Devin, you know, that have seen Devin wrestle. What is your favorite Devin worthy essential moment? (laughs) I like that question. This should be a recurring theme. Essential <laughs> moment of the week. Mm, okay. And we might just bring I you back know, in. I don't know, man. To, that, that we might, might just we might just bring you in to 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 ask that question. Mm, Another like, thing for the business: build your brand. Yeah. Marketability as well. See how I just plugged my way back into a recurring spot on Smash the Mat. Yeah. <laughs> also, I would also say build your brand, but also don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes things, sometimes gimmicks and things have a shelf life, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes you don't even realize it until like you're doing it. Right. Like, like, like there was this guy named, named Mama's Boy. I was, yeah, I was, I was getting ready thing. to say the same thing. Was, you y'all know. know that guy? Yeah. Uh, I've seen him. I've seen him work a couple times. That you oh, know, that's right. He did make a, gimmick, he did make a grand redebut. That gimmick is crazy. Like on a personal level, it's kind of bittersweet because I, I it's what I started with, and mm-hmm. it's, it's a gimmick that I enjoy doing. But like G said, how long can I really do that? I, I did that gimmick right. for a good ten years, about I, a month into re- the summer. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was ready to uh, move on and, and and do other things, which is why I started doing Team Sexy with Dave. You know, and I don't know. It, it's it's a it's a tough situation. He went from Mama's boy to Mama's man. Dang on right. But Chester whenever you out. start to feel stale, imagine what the crowd thinks. But the crazy thing is, the 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 reason why I bring it back is because I get asked from the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, aside from you know various promoters and stuff who will <laughs> ask me to do it, I'll you know I'll get emails or get stopped at a show. Hey, aren't you Mama's boy? Are you know when when we gonna see Mama's boy? That kind of thing. So it's I I love it and I hate it at the same time. Right, Chantel, yeah. have you ever seen Mama's boy in action? I have not, but now you have to graduate <laughs> to like Mr. Still Your Mama. That's the only <laughs> right. Like bridge that Mr. gap. Mr. Still Your Mama. <laughs> That's how you gonna have to bridge that gap. <laughs> Underdog, put that on a t-shirt. Oh wait, a, look, look, I got it. I got right. another idea for my heel turn. Oh, <laughs> oh Mr. Still Your Mama. Hey, so, Chantel said you have to split that. Not with your girl, your mama. Don't let mama's boy. Oh, but you know what? But you know what? There's already we can be a tag team, G and I. Actually, aunties. but you know what? There's already a guy right now. There's a, a mother lover, Jake Tucker. Yes, mother lover, mother lover, Jake Tucker. Oh, and, uh, and and uh, that he's awesome too. And Heck of a matter of fact, him and his partner, I can't remember. His, it's I forgot what his name was, but uh, they're the brothers of seduction. There. Oh. And like it's good. Team sexy versus and the brothers was, of seduction. Yo, 
Book it. And Jake Tucker Book was uh, he was Book trained that by, match. He was uh, trained by Dr. Tom and uh, sure was Kane. Sure Kane. was. So you know he's got talent. Oh yeah, absolutely. So do, like, don't let Mama's boy take away from the fact that y'all were putting me over just a second ago with the essential uh, favorite essential <laughs> moment. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you? Did he? No, did, nobody did, answered. Nobody. No, did, no, y'all no. just completely. Y'all just... trying to y'all trying to let me down easy is what y'all were trying to do. Don't know how to favorite moment. It's it's cool. no. He it's he cool. came back. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. What is your? Yeah, yeah. What is your favorite uh, essential what, moment? What today? have what has been everybody except Devin? The for those who have seen Devin wrestle. What has been your favorite essential moment? Oh, I could tell you straight up. I could tell you the mine. end of the match oh. when you didn't have to watch me anymore. <laughs> nah, it was it was in it was in it was in RWC, and you were facing. I think it was you was facing you was facing the Caribbean Tiger, but you were wearing the um the fancy Crayos outfit. Yeah, and like so. You know, he it thought was you was a joke, and then you hit the you hit the move, you beat him, and then when you took off the uh, the joint, and the crowd just oh, it's Devin Worthy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you won. The, was that the same night you won the belt that night too? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was homecoming 2019. Um, I had been gone for a year from RWC because of personal uh, stuff after a hurricane came through the eastern uh, side of North Carolina. Yep. Yep. So I had come back about August uh, and started secretly training again to get back in ring shape, which luckily, surprisingly, I didn't have hardly any ring rust. So that was like a saving grace because it could have been longer than a few months before I got back into a wrestling ring. But um, I came back as the Fancy Crayos, which is basically, an, it, for those of you who don't know, it's an entire bodysuit, not a yep. onesie, not a furry, fuzzy onesie, nah, but an entire bodysuit. That covers your entire face and everything. It's not just like a mask. It's literally just a you just and they're dancing. They just he, love to dance. He looks like and he to to put you in the idea. He looked like a putty from Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was like a putty. One of them. <laughs> except he said he had a tuxedo. Yeah, I was yeah. fancy. I was just a fancy. Yeah, he was one. fancy. I had a little little printed on bow tie and everything. So, but they just their character is that they just dance around. That's all they do is dance and have fun. So, I mean, I feel like I play that pretty well but tiger caribbean tiger issued an open challenge and mm-hmm. i came out in the suit and he took it lightly because it was just a crayos and i ended up hitting him with the wipeout, which is Wipe basically out. a famouser a leaping famouser from behind basically uh which it's is like basically a, just a leg drop like a, where leap, like a leapfrog yeah. it's like i look like i leapfrog them but instead of clearing them i put the, my leg on the back of their head and then drive them face first into the okay. mat using my essential wagon um, <laughs> um <Essential> wagon <laughs> so yeah he took it lightly i won the match which is for the ring wars carolina junior heavyweight championship i everybody was like kind of you know there it is yep that was the same night um oh wow yeah and the, what Somebody caught everybody by surprise what caught everybody by surprise is that I had cut my hair a little while before that. So not a whole lot of people realized it was me until I turned around and had the t-shirt on. That's kind of why I had the t-shirt on up on here. Cause I was scared. They wouldn't know who I was, but I unmasked for a uh, G and I want to say Mr. Magnificent was there as well doing commentary. I unmasked for both what? of them first so they could see me. And so the camera could see me. And then I turned around and let the crowd see me. Cause they hadn't seen me in a year. And I had just happened to win a belt my first night back. So 
Awesome. How did you feel hearing everybody's reaction when you came back? So for people who aren't professional wrestlers, it's hard to explain to them the unless you do some kind of entertainment in front of an audience, it's hard to describe that feeling of having a crowd cheer for you, chant for you, chant your name. Like I can think back, just thinking back to when the crowd was chanting worthy. Where, and I'll get chills up running up and down my spine. It's such a, it, it's, it really is like a high uh, release. And it's, it's, so it's like a fix almost. Like you get out there and you just, you need to feel that crowd, which is why a lot of people were taking it really harshly during this pandemic because you can't get your quote unquote fix anymore. So to hear that crowd after not seeing me for a year, after realizing it was me and to hear them come unglued, like for lack of a better term, whenever they realized it was me, it was actually, I, I was also rate it as one of my top moments uh, from my career so far, just because it was, I wouldn't say it was emotional, but it, it definitely was one of them that made you want to soak it in and let the good times last a little longer than what they do. But guys, it's, it really is like a high, you, you just get the chills all down your spine. And that's why whenever something big happens, like when Edge returned last year at the Rumble and hearing the crowd, like it just sends so many chills down your spine because you know what it was like to be in that circumstance to a, to a, uh, to a point. And so it's, uh, it's such a, it, it's, it's, it's almost indescribable, even though I just rambled on for about 10 minutes trying to describe it. <laughs> oh, I get you. I, I, I understand that feeling a lot. I and mean, I can't wait for, I can't wait for you to feel that Jay, because it, it's, oh, I, it I already has, know. I already know what it feels. And as G, already know it's so. Oh, you just can't get enough of it. You're ready. Your your adrenaline's pumping. You're just ready for the next time to be able to get back out there, which is probably probably why. Okay, so first of all, first of all, it ain't about having a match, but I know what the feeling feels like because first I used to dance. I used to dance. Yep. I used to. I did. Elementary school assemblies. Oh, elementary. Oh, bro, that is that is that is wild. It, and I'm not and I'm not saying that on no really crazy stuff. You used to dance on poles. I, I actually did get an offer. I did get an offer to be a male stripper when I was 18, but I didn't take it because I was in the church at the time. Gimmick but, infringement. <laughs> but um, no yeah, but. But I did. I did. No, also my I, the male dancer. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Gemstone, you know. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. I wouldn't do that. That's right. I don't want to put. I don't want to put him to shame. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I used to. I used to dance. I used to do elementary school assemblies and stuff like that. And like I said, that feeling. I used to dance in church and stuff like that as well. And um. That feel I, I know it. I understand the feeling mm-hmm. that you're saying. It's it's it's, it's it, definitely different. It's yeah, definitely yeah. No matter different. how much you try to describe it, you can't describe it right. without just reminiscing he, in it and be at a loss of words. Right. He 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 understands from elementary school assemblies. He understands <laughs> the feeling. Okay. Let me, mean, let me let me I mean, let me ask I you mean, a question. No, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question, Ken. Let me ask you a question. Have you had over a thousand people at one point in time just screaming because of something that you did? Actually, so he's a team sexy member. You, you're, talking right. to, okay. you're talking you're talking to the guy that got on stage with Patty LaBelle and was singing a song. What right. kind of question is that? Uh, you're also you're <laughs> also talking it. to the guy that has been on stage in front of over ten thousand people alongside Mr. G Money at Summer Jam for Foxy ninety nine. Did you but, but were you the cause of it? 
cause of what? Summer Jam? No. No. Were you the cause? <laughs> Did they cheer for you? Did they cheer for you? Because I've that, been on stage in front of that many people. Of, everybody that walked on at that point. I'm just saying, in general. We, we're that, not going to argue. There's the water guy. Yeah! <laughs> water! We're not even going to argue about it. But I get it. I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I understand. The... With a janitor the crowd. sweep off the stage. <laughs> yes! <laughs> then was some long night. Long night. Man. Um, but I do get it. You know what I'm saying? But I want to tell you my favorite Devin Worthy moment. And it was oh, very recently. And this is, it was very recent. And like, I've only seen one match of yours personally mm-hmm. live. But I've seen a couple of on, you know, on, on uh, in the RWC vault and all that other stuff like that. I've seen a couple of those. But my favorite moment is that ladder match that you had for Ooh. the Do It For Mama show. Yes. It was hilarious. It was so <laughs> good. The end? the end of the match. So it's the match is already won. Everybody is out of the ring. <laughs> and Devin oh, grabs, yeah, 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 Devin yeah, grabs know, the ladder. Because you had got up. knocked out or something, right? Yeah. I got thrown off the top of it right before the guy won. Yeah. Right. And then he comes back in the ring after the match is over and then goes up and tries to get the la- I mean, the belt and realizes it isn't there. And it <laughs> was. Match- Match all over, ain't nobody in the ring. Well, see, that's what just... I was thinking. I didn't hear no bell. I didn't hear no bell. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> right. there ain't nobody around. I was like, oh, here's my golden and that moment. That was my chance. Everybody right. must be laid right. out. Everybody's right. gone. Man. Oh, man. It I look hilarious. up, and there's just nothing there. And like, I heard people cheer me on, man. I was like, oh, 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 here I go. Go, 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 what? go. What happened? Uh... Why are everybody leaving? Right. It was, uh... it was amazing. It was I hilarious. I will say that, that was – that was very not only creative from a worker standpoint, but that was just hilarious. Absolutely, I yeah. enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, that was. Well, see uh, about that match too. I don't mean to bring down the prey, but that was also the last match Shane and Martin ever had. Yes, uh, it definitely, so it definitely was, was. It was a very uh, bittersweet moment to know that I was a part of his last match, and so I hold that a little bit specialer. More special, excuse me. More special. special. You're using Kent. You can't. Ken I got. I got. Yeah, I got magnificence typing over here. That, and you know, I, and that's why I know he. I think he's still watching. But Aaron Matthews, he who won the belt that mm-hmm. night. I told him. I was like, he Yo. won it. Yep. Yeah, I was like, the next time I saw him at the tribute show, I was like, man. I was like, yo. Like this is you have his legacy in your hands, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So yeah, he does know the guy that pushed me off. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. He... <laughs> but uh, yeah, he uh, he actually shared a real special moment oh, with, wait. Uh, with Shane as well after the match. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that guy particularly his favorite essential moment was getting to see his favorite wrestler be in a match with Devin Worthy. This past Saturday, that should be his most favorite essential moment. So, Uh-oh. I don't know. Yeah, that, I mean, I'm just saying, Mark. Mark, if you're listening, I know you're listening. Your favorite moment should be whenever I beat Mark Hazard this past Saturday. I know he's your favorite. Just say it. Okay. <clears throat> so, look, what are some 2021 goals for Devin Worthy? Oh, man. So they're real. They're real. Uh, they're real kind of like materialistic in a way, but then I got some bigger ones as well. So I remember 
about December, I think it was, everybody was putting on Facebook their top five guys that they wanted to, or women, excuse me, top top five guys, men or women, that they wanted to have a match with the next year. No, I wasn't tagged or listed or anything at all. And I was like, okay, by 2022, everybody's going to want to have worked Devin Worthy. Everybody's going to want to have been in the ring with Devin Worthy because they'll know they'll have a good match. Also, making it a goal of mine, I've seen quite a few other people make it their goal too. I want to be at least, at the very least, nominated for a Carolina Wrestling Awards. Okay. One of the Carolina Wrestling Awards. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So, like I said, those are two of the real smallest ones. Uh, uh, a physical one is getting into a better body shape as well. Some Not everybody looks like G-Money, but G-Money puts in the work for it, and I've got to have a better drive as Whatever. far as looking the part as well. <laughs> as so, <never> mind. <laughs> but uh, that's a physical goal. <laughs> and, of course, you know, uh, my, my company of choice, my company of choice is actually AEW. So if I could get on dark at least once this year, it'll be, I don't, I mean, you won't have goals, but you also want attainable goals to help you f- have more confidence in proceeding. It's like a ladder. If your steps are too far away in your ladder, you have a harder time getting up. Uh, he had, he don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Mark doesn't know what he's talking about. You, you know, I, I will, I will tell you this now, now you, you brought up, a, uh, you brought up something. And uh, you said AEW is your is your company of choice. I agree, mm-hmm. even though it's not it's not my favorite show, mm-hmm. but AEW is also my my company of choice. So well, I see. Um, I feel like I'd have a better chance somewhere like that. They they spotlight very heavily the new age, uh, the indie darlings. They uh, people my size. Uh, love you, Cade. Um, they highlight people and like I feel like as they do do a little bit more choreographed uh, wrestling type matches than they do storytelling. But there's also a bunch of storytellers there and they like to highlight the wrestling aspect of it as far as more so than the, now don't get me wrong. I love the uh, the the uh, the flamboyance of WWE and the, with the fireworks and the with the production and everything. But we're in this to be wrestlers. And if you don't want to have a five star wrestling match or a chance at a five-star wrestling match every time you step out there, then you, I mean, you're not really in it for the right reasons. So, but also, 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 AEW is preferred because they work one night a week. Exactly. Like, that's it. That's, that's it. The fact that Britt Baker is able to be a full-time dentist and be a wrestler is like enough of a drive wait, for me to want wait, to do this. Hold, 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 hold on. Hold on. Hold on. One second. Wait Stop. a minute. Wait a minute. What? I forgot you were talking about this last what? week. Oh yeah, Gee, I didn't. I didn't know that. Jay, did 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 he just he, say what? Chantel, did you know? Uh, did you know? Wait, 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 wait. Are you trying to tell me that you think that Britt Baker, DMD, the wrestler, mm-hmm. in her real life, is actually mm-hmm. Britt Baker, DMD? The do, actual dentist? You think that's what she does for nah, for for a do, living? Do you, you remember me? Do you remember the vignettes? It's kayfabe, was, bro. Do you remember the the vignettes whenever she was injured from her office, her actual dental office? They actually used it. Do you not remember? Holy oh my cow! God. Oh, my this God. is my wait a minute. Hold on, my mind. Mind. Keep Hold on, on a second. Hold on a second. You know what? Kane so, probably saw her. All that she knows with dentistry. 
I, I think yes. they're long lost cousins. Yeah. Right. Doctor, so Doctor this Isaac guy is Andrew. trying to tell me that the wrestler on AEW, Britt Baker, DMD, is actually Britt Baker, the other way. who actually went to school for so many years, studied, opened to practice, and is actually Britt Baker, DMD, in real life. Like, like she yes. just had the same name and from her day job, and she does it as a wrestler. Like and wow. like like this dude named G Money. Most of her, <laughs> like like a lot a lot of this. Who, who does that? Who? Marks. And a lot yeah. of her moves are named after like you know, mm-hmm. Dennis stuff. I don't know if you knew this, but the she's also Adam Curl's girlfriend. Yeah. She's Adam Curl's girlfriend, and they announced that at a takeover. So, no, uh, I, yes. no, that can't be. Yes, you're not allowed to fraternize with the other competition oh, not, like that. That can't not, not like, at all. You know, like Cedric oh, Alexander and um, every night. Big Swole. <gasps> oh, no. I forgot about this. Yeah, no, blasphemy. Uh, Tate and Royce <laughs> and Sean Spears. <laughs> What? I don't. I don't what? That can't what, be a what thing. Is this? Uh, Sean Spears and Tyler Breeze actually have a wrestling school together, and they're from two different companies. Mm. I cannot believe it. Gonna, How dare they? going to sit there and tell us you that know, Tyler Breeze and Mm-mm. Sean Spears have a school called Flatbacks in Florida. You think? <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Gotta, you gotta, you gotta dive into the deep dark web and dirt sheets to find this stuff, guys. <sighs> My God. Oh my gosh. You know, I'm glad you're who's, here. Who's really the mark here? That's what I want to know. Who's really the mark here? Mark Mark Magnificent. <laughs> I feel <laughs> I feel cheated. I had no idea. Oh man. Well, wow. you know what? I just I just saw this question. I just saw this question. And I know that this is to you, Mr. Worthy. Would you share the ring with the biggest of the tats? The biggest of the tats. The biggest of you the know, tats. Big tat. I would. Uh, I, there's not many people I would not share the ring with. I always have. I, always... I know a couple. <laughs> but no, uh, anytime you get a different clash of styles, anytime you did a, get a different clash of styles, it'd be it's a very interesting matchup. So him being a bigger brawler type guy and me being a smaller more on the technical side, more on a little bit of high flying side. It it always makes for a must see matchup. And uh, Big Tat's actually a guy who wants it. He wants to uh, be better. He strives to be better. And I think with the right people in the ring with him, he could be better. And he could also, and I mean that he could be better in the ring, and he could also be better in in life as well. Because uh, most, as the four of us know. Wrestling is an escape from real world. Yes. It can be a very big escape from real world. So if you're doing very it all it takes is one big moment in wrestling to kind of shake things up in your real life as well and kind of prosper uh or cause you to prosper in life as well. So like I know Big Tat behind the scenes might be going through a few things and I'm not going to dive into them, but I feel like if he gets to know the right person. If that's me, I would love for it to be me. It could actually turn things around for him and in life and in wrestling. So I would love to share the ring with Big Tat. Well, let's let's just be realistic about the situation about about Big Tat. Um, 
I'm going to call him out by his real name, Justin. Uh, sir, your career is not going to go anywhere. It's not going to take off until you step in the ring with Mr. Magnificent. That 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 is just, <sighs> I mean, it, it's just a proven Plug. fact. It, it is just away. a proven fact. I, I hate to do that. I hate to break <laughs> kayfabe, so to speak. Ooh. You know, Justin, Big Tat, if you want to go somewhere in life, step in the ring with this guy. Trying, trying I mean, so hard to get on the show. <laughs> Book right. it. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Chantel Wallet. <laughs> yes, Cade. Yes, Cade. Oh, everybody yeah. wants to see it. Hey. Told you. Oh, Mark, I don't know if they're equals money. I don't know if they're saying. I don't know if they're saying book it for you or book it for me. I I don't know. Both. Well, we're just like, all I know is something just needs to get booked. Just book everything. <laughs> book all the matches. You know what? We'll you know what? Just to be just to be safe, do one week. Big Tat and Devin Worthy. Then the following you show, go. you do Big Tat, Mr. Magnificent. There you yes. go. There you go. And there then it let is. it lead up to a triple. Or out there, out. the story hey. writes itself. It writes itself. Bam. Right there. It just writes itself. Thanks, Kat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so since we're talking about bookings and everything, we uh-huh. have a really big pay-per-view on TV coming up. Segway. I love it. Ah, you know, hey. You know, you know. Magnificent going to lose his job. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, if you could enter into the Royal Rumble, what number would you choose? 30. I mean, yeah, you want to come in 30 from a statistical standpoint. But, but it, the same people who have won from number 30 or the same number of people have won from 30 that they have number one and number two. So it doesn't always pan out for you. Personally, from a performer standpoint, you want to perform. So to perform, you have to be in there for a long time. So I'd want to be I'd want to be in the top 10 and have a good lengthy run, actually. I personally, I just said 30 just because. Uh, but I would probably personally would want to come in at like... 22 21 22 you know what i'm saying just to make sure that my, um all the i'm stretched out enough to you know get in there and do whatever i need to do oh so you want that time to get stretched out <laughs> you want 22 21 people ahead of you just have so you can stretch out mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm old remember 35 oh yeah I, I, it takes time it takes yeah. time to get these old bones going and everything like that oh. these muscles and stuff Mm. G uh what G What about you? What number you, you yeah. Twenty seven. That's the lucky number. That's the That's right. Wins, <laughs> That's right. Twenty seven. No questions asked. Give me the number with the most wins. That's G what come I out want. Just wrecking everybody. That's it. With that yeah. tricep. Let me. there be like let there be like eight or nine people left. You that know tricep me. And we get it popping. I would say like number twenty. Just because I I, I want to be in there for a little while, but I don't want to be in there all night either. Right, right. See, I could see I could see Mr. Magnificent coming out one or two just so you could get that big entrance. Right. Oh well, yeah. Like Shawn Michaels did that year. He'll come. He'll come out one. <sighs> number two comes out and then throws him out. 
There goes my night concession stand. Kenny hasn't even hit the floor yet, and I'm already out of match. Right, right in the right the catering. I've always and what and he wouldn't even be mad. It's just like just you got my check, you got my food. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, strutting, just strutting right back on out. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Same way you came in, like yeah. like us. Uh, who was it? Was it the Still. Bushwhacker? Yep. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Walk in like that. Walk out. Two like seconds. That. Two seconds in the match. Exactly. All facts. But... All facts, yo. So, so Mr. Worthy, since you are essential, mm. let's essential. Uh, let's get your essential opinion on some of the matches that are on the card for the Royal Rumble. Um, and I am writing these down because eventually we're going to get a belt and we're going to, this is what's going to happen. You know, the winner gets to hold the belt for the month and then. Me? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. She did win. She did win the last time. She did win the last. last She's going to have to get that. that She she would actually, she she would have, she would probably have it for two months now. Actually, we tied (laughs) the first month. We tied. We tied November. She won December. Yeah, whatever. We got to come up with a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about right. let's talk about the card. We got uh, Oscar and Charlotte versus uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Tag. Okay. Uh, tag match. Are you asking for predictions or just comments yes, on yeah. the match? Predictions. So, yes, predictions. 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 <sighs> you see, I. You want to say that they're going to get the belts off of Asuka and Charlotte just so that they can go do their own thing for WrestleMania time. But I also feel like it's it, it should be time for Shayna Baszler's singles run. And as much as they push Nia Jax, it's her singles run that they always look for as well. But uh, they're probably going to keep it on Charlotte and Asuka this time, but they'll probably lose it before WrestleMania. And when they lose it, it'll probably be because of Lacey Evans. Okay. The writing. That's what they say. The writing's on the wall. <laughs> okay, you know, Ken. I'm actually gonna go kind of the opposite of that. I think Nia and Shayna Baszler are, are gonna win. Um, Oscar and Charlotte—they're both, you know, pretty successful in their own right. They don't necessarily need each other. Not saying they that Shayna Baszler and uh, Nia Jax need need each other, but let's face it: by themselves, they're not really doing much. So, which is which is tragic. G. It is very. I'm I'm going Oscar and Charlotte. Look, look, y'all know I don't I don't bet against Oscar. Come on, man. <laughs> Screw the story. I'm not okay. betting against Oscar. <laughs> Chantel, I'm going with Oscar and Charlotte. I think that um, maybe we might see Lana come back and interfere, causing Oscar and Charlotte to go ahead and retain. I feel personally that uh, Naya and Shayna will win because of the fact of what's going on with Oscar and um, Alexa. Alexa, Bliss. nothing going on no more. It, it, it's going to continue. Got, she got to do with Randy Orton. It's still. It, I think it's going to. Her boots. I think it's going to continue. I think it's going to be more of more. That she's going to play more into that storyline too. Some way, shape, or well, form. So I mean, so me, Ken, me and Ken, the only ones for Shayna and Nia. So let's talk about uh, uh, Roman Reigns. 
versus Kevin Owens in the last man standing match. Oh, uh, Big Tat has spoken. Hey. Uh, you won't. You, Roman Reigns has, re, has reinvented himself as a heel, which is what everybody's wanted him to do. And mm-hmm. I want to appreciate it, but he's so good at being a heel, I hate him. Like, I really <laughs> hate him. Like, I was the main Ooh. one saying he needed to go heel, and he's went heel, and I hate him. So he's doing his job. <laughs> He's doing his job yeah, really that's, well. That's good heel work right there. And you won't, you know, you're really, the fan in you is dying to see Kevin Owens win. But you know he's not going to. There's just too many factors with, you know, uh, Oost being on the outside, helping Roman all the time. Roman's just so, is in another zone right now that they're not taking that belt off of him before WrestleMania. So he's definitely going over on Kevin Owens. It's going to be a, it'll be a good match. But that's Roman's. That's Roman's victory right there. A hundred percent agree. I mean, I you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, Roman. There, there's no reason for him to lose at this point. Mm-mm. Agree. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have Roman losing till either. It's either going to be WrestleMania or SummerSlam. I mm-hmm. don't. I like. There's literally no reason to take the belt off of Roman Reigns, and especially there's, there's especially if it's pissing people off. Oh yeah. Then that's a that's an even bigger reason to keep it on him. Matthew, and there's people are going to end up in Matthew, I think he's going to be uh, an entrance in the Royal Rumble. Jimmy. Mm. Oh yeah. The other Uso. The other. So everybody's going yeah, Roman. Been wearing his brace. Yeah. Everybody's going Roman. Has to be. Everybody except yeah. for Big Tat. <laughs> there's just <laughs> everybody except for Big Tat. <laughs> there's there's not enough star power on SmackDown right now to overpower Kevin or uh Roman Reigns. There's just True. there I agree. I agree. I really, they don't they I don't could, have who's the biggest face on SmackDown right now? Because I, I don't see you. a face big enough to beat to beat beat him. They're trying to push Big E in that spot, but uh, he's got the Intercontinental belt, and it's he's going to run with that for a little while. He's going, yeah, he's going to be dealing with Apollo and, and Sammy for a little while. So. And I Seth just, Rollins is coming back. Oh lord! I just, well, see, you Seth think Rollins your, is coming back. He might come back as a face. Nah. He might come back as a face. Nah, he was run, that was gold. His gimmick was gold. Like he was running wild with that. Uh, yeah, but they don't the, have. They don't have a don't legit have face. They don't. That's the thing. So, so the 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 next match that's up. I I don't even really feel the need to mention it, but hey, it's on the card. Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. <sighs> I don't know if y'all have seen, but I hate the fact that Goldberg keeps coming back. I oh, literally never, hate it. And if he actually wins against Drew McIntyre this Sunday, I swear, man, oh, I would like because it's for a while. Like everybody wanted the old acts to come back, and you do. You want your nostalgia takes over, and you want to see the older guys come back and do good stuff. But whenever you start thinking that your superstars from the '90s need to be holding belts right now in 2021, then you're you're sadly mistaken. I know Goldberg looks fierce. And looks brutal and has got as much aura around him as he does. But this needs to be a way to push Drew McIntyre to that next level. The same way that we're going to have Roman Reigns do it last year before everything came off. 
I 100% agree with that. 100% agree with that. If if Goldberg if Goldberg wins, I will never watch a WWE show ever again in life. I was say I was going to say that, but I I knew I could commit to that. Right. I, I couldn't commit. Right. <laughs> Chantel. So, you know what? I really want to say Drew, but I think just because WWE loves to just like flip us off every now and then, I think that they will go with Goldberg just to be like, "F you guys." This is what we're going to do. And we know it's going to be temporary, you know, whatever comes of it. Um, but I think just because they like to mess with us, um, I think Goldberg might take this up. G? I don't want to see it. Drew McIntyre is going to win. This is, And this is why. Because this second reign, the second reign, he doesn't really have any big names on his defeated list. And beating Goldberg is going to make is going to make this rain for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he's going to come in and get squashed just like Braun Strowman squashed Goldberg. So I wouldn't say squash. Well, I mean, I don't know if you'll they get traded. Squ- I mean, they I mean, traded back and forth. But it was like a five minute match. But I'm saying, I mean, it's Goldberg. That's one of his longest matches. Yeah, this is true. That's this true. is true. Right. But I got I got Drew McIntyre. I, I got Drew McIntyre the whole way. It's gonna take three but, or four. It's gonna take three or four Claymores, but he's gonna go, beat Goldberg. It'll be the same as Drew versus Brock Lesnar was at WrestleMania. But now, yeah, if exactly. if Drew does win, who's got a big enough star power to face Drew at WrestleMania? Then can, can like can, whoever I, it's it's gonna be whoever wins. Well, because see, if Drew beats Goldberg, he's getting pushed to another level. So right. who do you don't forget about who the Miz? Who... Oh, Braun. This we is still have that too. factor. Braun. We still have that factor. Somebody always gotta bring up the Miz. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky Marciano. Rocky Marciano. <laughs> every every time somebody talks no, about no, uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh. go go to the comments. Look 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 what happened. We will not justify this comment at all. <laughs> Rocky Marciano. Rocky every, Marciano. Every year, every year, there's somebody saying, every time we talk about the Royal Rumble, somebody else going to bring up CM Punk. CM Punk this, right. CM Punk that. It's been seven CM years. Punk, CM Punk sitting in uh, Britt Baker's uh, waiting room right now, waiting to get in the <laughs> Royal Rumble. Look, I I'm think, a CM Punk fan, so I'm not going to comment on that. I'm a, I'm a CM Punk fan, well, too, but, but I, I, too. I, just, yeah. I just understand reality. Oh, I there you go. I'm going. I'm. I'm. I'm also going with Drew. But can you imagine Goldberg going for a spear and Drew coming with the Claymore and just killing him? I can see that. It'd be oh, like did y'all did y'all watch um did y'all watch the um, Stone Cold right. sessions where he told where he talked about how he created the Claymore kick out in Fed? No, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the the pants. The pants. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the pants were so tight. <laughs> yeah. Hey. That's where. That's where we found tight. out. That's where we found out that the Stone Cold Stunner was born in Fayetteville, North Carolina. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. And led to Byron Saxton getting kicked in his nuts. In his nuts. So, we have the Women's Royal Rumble match. Bianca Belair. I'm just going to put it out there. Look, my heart and soul wants to say Bianca Belair. 
but probably it's, not. Like that's who I want to win. Yeah. That's who I want to win. Kid. But who I think is going to win, I I don't know. But I just I don't think it'll be Bianca though. I think it should be either Bianca or Shayna. If if Shayna gets into the Rumble, I would be all for that. Because Shayna versus Asuka be has that. money written all over. it. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. And Shayna, so you, Shayna should have won last year. Gee, who are you gonna go with? I need a. I need a. Who am I gonna go with? Bianca Belair. <laughs> I don't I have. I think it's a safe bet. Uh, it's like because everybody because, wants to cause see I really because I I, I want to say honestly I really want to say um no hell no we ain't doing that again what we ain't Charlotte and Oscar we ain't doing that again we done did that twice yeah that that was gonna be that's who I was really thinking Bailey the only way that wouldn't happen she yeah, has all the hey momentum, you say her name right big booty Bailey. Triple B. <laughs> that with the momentum with the momentum of the year she had, that would be a good choice, but nobody wants to see Bailey and Sasha again. I don't Oh think. no, 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 not Bailey but and Sasha. But everybody everybody wants to see Bianca versus Sasha. So Bianca's a real good pick. Yeah. yeah I, so, I man I'm I gonna can't, go Bianca if, too. If Charlotte if Charlotte won the rumble, I, I don't know what I'll probably throw something in my TV. <laughs> Hold on, are they doing NXT talent this year as well? We don't Ain't know. No talent. Nobody Ain't no talent. from NXT has said I'm joining the Rumble. Like it's so right. it's so awkward how they do NXT. They say they're not. They say they're a third brand, mm-hmm. but but they pretty much been punished. You know what I'm saying because of the the ratings war with AEW. You know what I'm saying they dominated last year's Survivor Series, and now I'm sorry they dominated right. 2019 Survivor Series, and they right. weren't even a part of this one. Like right. I want right. like if we was including NXT people, oh man, I'd probably have different picks on everything. But right, I no but talk. I think Bianca's a safe bet for the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, I, but you know what? You know what's gonna you know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. What's probably gonna happen is she's probably gonna be like the last two or three, and she's gonna get thrown out by whoever eventually Charlotte. wins. It, it's not gonna be Charlotte, yo. <laughs> I don't think was, I, I don't think Bianca's gonna win because her and Bailey are going to wind up doing something to each other because of their little feud right now that they got going on. So, so I'm gonna go I'm, left field, like completely left field, and I'm gonna say Naomi because I was, we I was thinking okay. Ooh, I'm not mad at that. I was thinking that. I was thinking that too. Mm-hmm. I was She's thinking that gone, too. She's been gone, hasn't she? Exactly. Yep. She's been out. What? That's so why I'm, I'm, I have her pick. I'm torn. You should. You should go. Uh, I was going to go Lana. At I'm, first. That, I'm. I'm torn. That's why I'm, I'm thinking of Lana. Yeah, but but because Alexa. because it's so ridiculous that it could happen. But who wants to see Lana Beyonce. in a main event match though? I don't think she'll make it to the main event. Something, something. If if that scenario even took place, something funny, business, some contract, something is going to happen to where she doesn't make it to the main event. But you know what? I, they couldn't do that because they already did it to her. Like she should be a tag team champion right now, but but they pulled the old bait and switch, and now we got Charlotte in there. If they did it to her twice, like if 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 if, she, if it's me and you, like yo. We about to get you pushed, got hurt, and then they just she? pull you out not once but twice in a span of what three months? Yeah, give me. She out legitimately here, got hurt you know though, what? didn't she? I don't know. I don't know. I 
I think she legitimately got hurt working with Naya. Apparently. Well. Yes, who are you going with? You heard me say it. You heard me say it. No, because you know what? Because of the fact that I actually have the Fiend winning for the Men's Royal Rumble. So why not have the both of them pair up and just dominate (sighs) everything? So, yeah, it makes Mm. more sense for Alexa to win. Okay, so you mentioned the Men's Royal Rumble. And you say you have the fame. Let's talk about the men's Royal Rumble. Can you let me answer? I mean, dang. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I thought you did. I did. He's, he's trying to push I you was... out again, Jay. He's trying to push you out again. <laughs> I, you already I, you tried know, to take my spot on the show. I would never try to push Jay out of the show. I mean, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going with Alexa too. Uh, I'm definitely going with Alexa. Okay. I was, I was, like I said, I was torn between her, Lana, and Naomi. But it doesn't make sense for Naomi to win, and it doesn't make sense for Lana to win. So, what better storyline do you have with than Alexa versus what was it, Oscar? Yeah. I mean, remember, there's two champions, though. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be Oscar. Um, be I'm pretty sure she's going to go at the Oscar. She don't Someone's... want none of the banks. <laughs> but she wants some of Oscar? Yeah. They are, they already, they, she already got Oscar Oscar's that was, scared. That was, that was trash. At first, I was like, oh, this is interesting. But then after I thought about it, I was like, this is stupid. And, and and it's crazy because it's the first time I've actually been in, the first time since she's been in WWE that I've actually been interested in you see, Alexa Bliss. You, you keep hating on my girl, and I'm gonna need you to stop. not hating, like, man. She's nah, what does she just, what does she do that's so amazing? She is like been within the past few years the only one that's not been afraid of being a true heel, and it's been amazing right. to see her actually be a heel. Her character development. Like, she hasn't yeah, been a amazing. she hasn't been a heel in a while. Well, she just started my, back that's being a heel. That's when my fandom for her started. That's when my fandom okay. for her started. <laughs> seeing her be the true heel that nobody wanted to be, and like see this little this this little Spitfire come out here and still win because she's a little cheating little thing. You know what I'm saying? And she actually has the mic skills to back it up too. Like it's don't be hating on Alexa. That's the only thing she has going. And I and I ain't saying like she's a terrible wrestler, but she's not. She's like, I've I've watched, and you know, I man, I've been watching mm-hmm. her since NXT, and I ain't never seen mm-hmm. nothing. I was like, oh crap, nothing. What about like, Triple well, B? She made listen, her heel turn. Your point is irrelevant. You like Sasha? Huh? <laughs> 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 you just you just mad because. I made a post in the Smash and Mad group about her birthday, and you was like, "Oh, word! We just oh oh, we this what we doing?" I'm like, "It's literally her birthday." You mad because I gave her a birthday shout out? You mad about that? I told you happy birthday on your birthday. That's different. I deserved it. She did not. She doesn't. She doesn't deserve a birthday. Wait, 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 Devin. She doesn't. She is. She. Does not like Miss Banks. Make that two of us. What? Hey, I, see, I can't get into it. The same Sasha way Banks. G feels about the same way G feels about Alexa is how I feel about Sasha. I can't watch her matches. I can't watch her promos. She can work. I can't. She, she might. Can. Can. She can work, but she's not that great on the mic. 
Alexa just, can talk, but she's not that great in the ring. Alexa makes me want to watch her matches, though, because of her talking. Like, Sasha's, I just, I, I don't know. I just can't watch her matches. I don't know what it is. What? You do know. Sasha literally former... gives every, Sasha literally gives everybody their best match. Literally. Everybody that, that Sasha wrestles, she gets their best match out of them. And I know it's because unpopular. I'm not saying. just like. A gummy worm in a ring, so they get to <laughs> and, and that has her reasoning. You know? a gummy worm. <laughs> Speaking of that, Sasha <laughs> Banks, Sasha, that little match with some uh, Reginald Sommelier last week. I saw highlights. Was, that, that was good. that was that was hella entertaining. It was hella entertaining. Dude is an athlete. Dude yeah. is a stupid. He's a ignorant. He ignorant with it, boy. Dude, I I, I follow him on uh, Instagram and uh, uh, yeah. Instagram because I don't even really get on TikTok no more. But his the way he posts a lot of the stuff that he does, man, you're talking the dive, about. Oh yeah, the dive that the, he did over the road and then did a little twist with it. I was like, what? I was like, so simple. He, he's but probably like, well, a gym, he was probably a gymnast, man. He is. Yeah. Hey, he G, is. G, you know, it, it, in a, in my dream world, if we could do a kind of cross promotional thing on TV, do you know who I would love to see in the women's Royal Rumble? This person. <laughs> that is right. You yeah, better. Right hey. I, and I'm just going to let that linger there for just a minute. Ken, thank you. Right. Ken, you're you're do, that's why, that's Ken, why he almost we took the honors spot. for me. We do the, <laughs> we do the <laughs> honors for me, Ken. What, what, what's I'm that? Uh oh. Hold on, Chantel. What we got? So, so, look, she's destined to be a guest on the show because look at the words up there. Uh, Smash. Smash. That's Bang. right. I thought it was yeah, smack. We are. <laughs> you <laughs> know what? I was one. I was waiting for you to say smack the mat for like I, the whole I, hour I, thirty-seven we've been here. I've been trying really <laughs> like, hard not to I say can't, it. Like, uh, th- thank I you for I having me on smack job. the mat. I think um, I did an amazing job. Can't. Oh my god! <laughs> and now I'm waiting for my phone to go off for, for the two six group to go completely nuts over this. <laughs> Why? Because you're right. amazing orange sodas. Oh, amazing! <sighs> y'all, y'all told me y'all wanted me to say this story. So y'all want to stay for the please, end? Please, please, please tell do. So. Wait, 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 wait! Before you tell the we story, the, yeah, exactly. Let's finish. Men's. Let's finish. Yeah, so got the men's. Oh, for the men, I don't know. All right, so I told I told Mr. Magnificent before coming on that I had this wild out of out of left park conspiracy about this rumble that I know is not going to come true, but I just want to say it and maybe put it into the universe. You know Roman's doing the whole head of the table. Uh-huh. He has a family member that could possibly be in this rumble that he could main event WrestleMania with. Jimmy? Yeah. But yes. he's not going to be able to because of Hollywood. Exactly. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't I feel like I feel like so, he he only shows that he's only he would only show up for maybe like once or twice a year anyway. So right. like Asking him to show up like Royal Rumble and WrestleMania now would be just way too much. I don't, think, I don't, think, like I don't think it'll happen. I don't think it'll happen this year because no, of I don't the think Hollywood it is this thing. Year either. Because right. it was supposed plus, to be they're Hollywood not going to be a year. lot. It's not going to be a lot of people there. It's, it, they want to bring. That's a big name that you're, you're exactly. going to have to. You know I what I'm saying? I Which is kind of why they're going to do it. Huh? I think that's the reason why they would do it. I think that you could bring uh, Rock in, you know, for an appearance at the Royal Rumble, stretch it out to WrestleMania. He doesn't have to show up every week because Brock Lesnar, you know, God bless his heart, he 
shows up when he feels like it. So if he could do it, The Rock can do it. Well, The uh, Rock can definitely do it. The, the it Rock question is, but right? Brock Lesnar's schedule and The, the Rock schedule are two like... totally different things. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I 100% agree with that part, but there's I, an organic I, I story already there. There's an well, organic story already said, there with Roman. Right. The Rock already said no, that he wouldn't do it right now just because of the fact that he feels as though a crowd needs to be there. Exactly. In order to like, witness. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, are ratings down during all this pandemic stuff? Honestly, it don't even matter because they made that deal with NBC Universal on Peacock. Tuesday. True. Yeah, yeah, for, you know what I'm saying? So like they got money coming in from every which way. They probably could care less about ratings at this point. Which, Do you realize these guys are making over 600 million dollars without having to sell a single ticket to a show? A single God. ticket. You know what I'm saying? So it's like fans for <laughs> fans for what? They just made you know, they just had a nearly billion dollar deal. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, like, at this point, fans are just like, f- fans would be, I mean, this is great, but they don't need it. You know? The performers the, do. Exactly, the, yeah. The, the performers. Fan, the, fans, the fans bring in the, 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 the paychecks for the, for the performers. No, they don't. I don't know how they've been able to <laughs> No, tell. they do not. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the other ones, the, one that's, the ones that's been let go. Yeah, well, mm. that's where that extra revenue was coming from. Shit, not not for impact. They ain't got no fans. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm not and I'm not saying that push. as a joke. I mean, literally, like they don't have. There's yeah. just them wrestling in an empty arena every week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's weird. It's it weird is. to go from the fans at AEW and the Thunderdome, and then back to the empty arenas at, at Impact when you watch. Yeah, exactly. So predictions for the male Royal Rumble. J five. Uh come back to me. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Let's, I'm still let's... going with the rock. I know it's not gonna happen. <laughs> I, I don't think he'll win. I think he might rock. be there, but yeah. I'm gonna give it to Edge. Yeah. I really do. I, I think Edge, it could be Edge? It could be Edge dead. is a high profile match for for either Roman or Drew. I yep. think they're going to go back especially especially Roman. Then you got the Battle of the Spear that they should have got last year with with uh, Goldberg and um, Roman, but you know it didn't happen. Exactly. I think they're going to. I think they're going to go with Edge versus AJ again this year since he couldn't do it last year. So you're going with you're going with the I Rock. Think the Rumble's going to set that up. You're going with the yes, Rock. I'm going with the Rock. I'm a. Yes, I'm really okay. going with the Rock. G, I, I'm manifesting it. <laughs> See, yeah. so for for me, it's a difference between like you, y'all know how much I hate how much I hate dirt sheets. You know, <laughs> I hate dirt sheets. I've seen a couple. It- I've seen a couple theories. Uh, the only one of them that I liked was Shinsuke, because. Yeah. Because like they wanted to right the wrongs of 2018, and I feel like he could easily. Now, before I seen that, the fact that they gave him his old music back to me spoke volumes. Because I feel right. like the reason they took that away from him back in 2018 when they turned him heel was because of the fact that he was so over with that music. 
you can't it's hard to be it's hard for for a company to want you to be taken seriously as a heel and then when you come out the whole crowd is uh, you know what i'm saying so Gee, you were doing it when we when we saw him live at WrestleMania. Oh, you got that. You damn right. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying. You, I, I personally seen you do this in person oh, I, at WrestleMania you, in New and Orleans. I'm, and I'm telling you, you got damn right. You, you, you see I what I'm doing? I know I did it. I was no, there. Do you see, Chantel sees what I'm doing. She sees what I'm doing. Yeah. Ken doesn't so, see what I'm doing yet. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> that, that, like. That would lead me to think that they're looking for a big face turn, and I could see I feel that. Like, now, I feel who like do they, I want to win? I would love for Keith Lee to win, but I know that ain't definitely. That's ain't my happening. second choice. That was my yeah. second choice. Keith Lee would be would be who who I would want to win, but it's who? too it's too early. It's too soon for him. Gee, who? Keith Lee. Who? Keith. I'm sorry. Keefington Cleophis Lee. Oh, that's <laughs> I, I know who you're talking about now. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Keefington Cleophis now, Lee. Braun Braun could come back during the rumble and set up him versus Drew McIntyre. I feel like he could. Braun that should have been be, a uh, Braun would be been credible for about both two years too. ago whenever Roman came back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not done with you. Yeah. See, I, I would I, say I Orton because of the year he's had. I feel I like would say Orton because of the year he's had, but I don't want to see him and uh, Drew McIntyre. I think that's over. That's done for. I feel like uh, Orton is going to be busy with something else. Like yeah. just like Chantelle says, she thinks the Fiend is coming back, and like my thing is with the Fiend is like you just burned him alive. So if the Fiend, if the Fiend, if Bray Wyatt comes back as the Fiend, we're going to have Hold to on. see a yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Because actually, my theory is that, well, which I wish would happen, is that he comes back since he got burned as a fiend, right? He'll come back and he'll come in maybe as number two and he'll come in as Husky Harris. He'll get eliminated. Oh, wow. He'll come so, back in. Y'all, you pulling a Mick Foley? Mick Foley, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, WWE, every now and then they recycle things here and there. That's and we haven't but seen wouldn't that. that... And... So. I follow you, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I feel like so the Mick Foley thing was good and it was funny, but Bray Wyatt—that's not Bray Wyatt. He's not a good funny guy. What if they you know, had people? You don't think that would like puppets. diminish him a little bit? Like he come out husky and then he comes out as Bray, and then he comes out as the Fiend. Like, so what if people come out with his puppets, dress up as his puppets, like Ramblin' Rabbit and Huskus the Pig and? St- if uh, people came out just like that and got into the rumble, I would be pissed. I would be pissed. I would <laughs> be completely like, pissed. Like, dog, no, you better get that spot to somebody who who Carlito <laughs> or something like that. The fiend or, probably won't be there, but playing. somehow a fiend esque would distract Randy Orton and get him eliminated. I can see, I can see that. But my thing is, you just burn him alive. You bring Randy Orton back. Oh no, I'm sorry, not Randy Orton. You bring the fiend back. You gonna have to literally murder this dude on TV to get him out of there again. Well, how do you how do you how do you beat a guy you just you burned alive? Like how you gonna beat him the next time? You remember Braun already tried to drown him, like last year, and he came back. So we could have a we could have a second reincarnation of the Firefly Funhouse match at uh, WrestleMania, bruh. Because that had a lot of mystical stuff to it too. So what? And 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 that that was fine, but it didn't take 
it didn't take arson to defeat somebody. You know what I'm saying? The, <laughs> you know, the other Inferno matches, all they had to do was just, like, get fired. Oh, 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 and then the match is over. No, my man was set ablaze, dog. Ablaze. Well, like, if you did that to fire. me, if you did that to me, well, I'm dead, right. dead. Kane was set on fire as a child by The Undertaker, and he still lived. This is true. <laughs> he became a dentist. <laughs> he did. And then he realized this isn't working. I need to reinvent myself. Right. Okay. So, uh, if you mm. if you can't die, why am I fighting a guy like this? I hate when people say Fiend is a new. I hate when people say Bray Bray Wyatt is a new. I hate when people could say he's somebody's the new something. I can't he's stand not. that. Okay. Look, I can't. I got my pick. Stand it. Oh, Jay, what's your pick? I got my pick. You said he's the what? What'd you say? I got my pick. No, I was was talking to Chantel. Oh. She was saying... Oh, I said he's the new Jason Voorhees. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) The Jason Voorhees, though? (laughs) Yeah, there you go. I mean... All right. Bobby Lashley. That's a legit pick. That's legit. I'm going with. If he Bobby didn't have Lashley. the belt, if he didn't have the belt, no, he I drop the belt. He can right. drop that belt. He can yeah, drop but... that belt. It's crazy because a couple months ago, I was thinking Big E before he won the belt. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, Big E wins the Rumble, but I can't, I can't see that now. But Bobby Lashley, I can see because like his stock has like since since the uh, the, the hurt, hurt business, business. Hurt just business. straight. You know what I'm saying? He looked looked like who he should have looked like when he was with Leo Rush. The man of the hour. He's he's booked now like he should have been booked back then. Lashley. Lashley. (laughs) Only if we could get Bobby versus Brock. That's the only way I want to see that. That's yeah, that's that's what I need. I need that. That's what I need right there. Bobby's been wanting that since he came back. That's what but I need. But Brock keep running away from him. He scared. Bobby Lashley hasn't been it. main event talent to work with Brock Lesnar yet. I, hmm. He just he he's not got but, enough. But Ricochet now was. That he's with Hurt Business. Ricochet has like he's got something that draws people in. Bobby Lashley's like he's now that he's got the Hurt Business has that that drawing fat power around him. Wait, Look, when, is Matt, like, when is Matt Riddle facing? When is, when is hey, Matt you know Riddle facing Alopecia, Bobby right? Lashley? Is it Matt Riddle facing Bobby Lashley at the Rumble? I think so. I think it might be a pre-show match. Uh, he, there's a good he, chance he could lose the belt right then and there. I think he has alopecia. Oh, he, no, uh, there's no out. thinking about it. He does have alopecia. alopecia. He definitely has that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. so, so I stop talking about his eyebrows. I'm still talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> what eyebrows? He got the Whoopi Goldberg specials. Oh, God. No, when he draws them on, you know? <laughs> he was, he was surprised face. all the time with no eyebrows. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. Who's there? What's Lashley going to do? Come over here and beat me up? I was talking about Chantel, her comment, but <laughs> I heard you. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. yeah. What's Lashley going to do? Going to come over? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you had me all types of messed up right just now. In, I was just in case, you know. 
Uh, uh. Oh, Lord. Yes, Christian. I think, I'll tell you exactly my opinion on uh, Bobby Lashley. Bald I'm, not a, I'm, I'm not afraid of Bobby Lashley. Not at all in the least bit. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> all you're gonna see is a big old black hand. Yeah, and oh. that. Oh, see? that's it. That's, that's all yeah. I got to say about that. that and then that somebody was, snatches. That was amazing. That was amazing. <laughs> Please, sir, share with us this amazing story. Yes. All right, gee, you were there, weren't you? Yeah, you yeah, I was definitely there. I was definitely. You were there. there. All right, so. There was a cookout. All right. Ken was invited to the cookout. Ken was asked to bring some drinks. July 4th. So, mm-hmm. Was it July 4th? Yep. Yep. Ken stops by the Piggly Wiggly, <laughs> goes to the discount <laughs> canned drinks aisle, give me the discounted drinks. He shows up with some amazing orange, generic <laughs> brand orange soda. He shows up with some fruit punch. All I said was fruit punch. <laughs> and there was one other one. I think it just said cola. I don't even know. Yo, he didn't even he didn't even get like the standard generic stuff like Doctor no, Thunder. Yeah, there was no Mountain Thunder, Lion. No Mountain Lion. Right. He didn't even get those. Like what the oh, hell is amazing? amazing or- I've never heard of amazing orange. It looked like it looked like it was O dash amazing orange. It looked like he typed up the labels. You know he spelled it out. On Keenan and Kel, and he could have swore that he saw it up there. So that's where he's like, "Oh, that has to be it." So that's why he got who, that orange. Soda oh, okay. in his who loves orange? Keenan was saving a book. Yeah. He was saving a book. I promise you. Because when he showed up, he showed up with it, and everybody's like, "Why? Why? What you hating?" I, oh, I kid you not. Five minutes later, Ken Dunn went in the cooler and grabbed a Pepsi. Sure did. So you gonna bring sure you gonna did. bring the discounted drinks, and you gonna go and drink up all the good stuff? Mine were not cold yet, sir. That is the reason why. And and once they were cold, they all got gone. Because we hassled yes. you about them. Oh, That's amazing. exactly how much it cost, Trey. That's exactly what it was. No. Hey. And hey. I, I Mr. Amazing. I, I am not knocking you wanting to save a buck on some drinks at a cookout. I get it. I 100% get it. But when you show up with the discounted drinks and start drinking the name brands, somebody else brought. That's a setup. Come on, bro. Come on. Just plan you and like a name, that. a name like Amazing Orange, like that hey, was what you, threw it off. But you know what, G? Since then, they have never asked me to bring anything else. <laughs> oh, mission accomplished! <laughs> mission accomplished! <laughs> God, amazing yeah. gear! Oh, amazing! I just can't believe they put an O in it. That, that right? Just, and they thought they amazing. were. I bet they thought. I bet they were sitting there thinking it was clever. How can we market our drink? That marketing team. No. What if I bet that oh, guy got a raise? What if we call it <laughs> Oh man. Oh, oh. amazing. <laughs> oh, that's a book it. Yes. People love it. the same letter. People love alliteration. Exactly. Oh, alliteration <laughs> is alliterate. If you, like, you oh, make a product with this alliteration, is amazing. you got it. Oh, this is amazing. Let's put and, it together. And shout out to you for knowing what alliteration is. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Somebody was paying attention in school. That is the essential Amen. word of the day. Believe it well, or actually, not. Well, actually, 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 technically, what you just did, what you just described was assonance. Because alliteration is it's the uh, constant repetition of, of um, 
consonants same letter. and assonance is the same thing of it's the same thing but it's for vowels but whatever oh. it's not like we we not you know never mind hey, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a professor wrestler never mind i'm a professor wrestler g okay you're a professor? You look like you were reading something. You look like you were reading something when you were looking off to the to to the side there. I won't. Yeah. Two cards. Oh damn! Oh damn! Oh, pay. Throw me a drink. Oh damn! Orange. <laughs> give us money. Yeah. <laughs> give us money. Well, Trey Morgan, we give you twenty percent. Twenty. Wait. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, he no, came up lie. with the name. Yeah, I can't lie. I drank some of them sodas that night though at the cookout. Like I did drink them; they were good. But like, my man gonna bring the discount and drink a Pepsi. Hey, that's standard at all black folks. Amazing. amazing. I, don't, I don't know what y'all were thinking, but that's standard. Oh, damn. <laughs> hey, G. <laughs> Family matters. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With the with, with the orange. <laughs> Days go by. Sweet alone in the family. Bro, bro, we look. If we don't look, we got to change subject because I will literally go grab the dog and go do it again. Oh, y'all need to make an entrance for Smash the Mat. Y'all need like to make that. Smash just the like Mat. Just like that. Yeah, yeah. Just I was like thinking that. the same thing. I was G thinking could the be at thing. the at the table at the scratch table. King could be at the buffet table. King could be at the buffet table. Damn it! Oh lord, his dog is barking. <laughs> oh yeah, the, you know that's, Chantel that's... can be getting her hair done. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 That'll be awesome. That'll be awesome. <laughs> 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 that nigga all the way down there. Instead of Dr. Evil, he's like Dr. Negro because he just turned around with the dog. Like, that's, that's, that's why I told y'all we have to change subjects because I take jokes too far. Hey, G, I, I, mine would be like this. <laughs> Ken would be Ken licking his lips, lips after, after getting, getting out the out fridge. fridge. Pops. Pops. Yeah, I'm yeah, a fan Oh man. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. You guys are hilarious. All right. The yeah. echo is gone. Thank you. That's how I knew something was up. So, Mr. Money, take us home, sir. All right. So, Mr. Worthy, what is your social yes. media in case anybody want to keep up with you? And what are your next your next couple wrestling wrestling shows? Okay. So, you can visit my like page, my fan page on Facebook at facebook.com slash theessentialdevinworthy. All one word, you know, first letters are capitalized. That's give me a like that way you can keep up with what's coming next if you're on Facebook. Instagram is at Devin.worthy, where you can get all of my latest pictures and all that good stuff and flyers up for their next uh shows. Uh YouTube, I've got a YouTube page up 
on uh where you can see all my latest matches if you weren't able to go to the shows and see them yourself i got five videos up right now of some past matches that from currently just adrenaline pro wrestling out of rockingham and that's all the socials next time you will see me will be february 6th at rockingham north carolina in the richmond county fire squad for adrenaline pro wrestling and they're following all CDC guidelines. Please wear your mask. Please social distance. Uh, there are doors open at 515 so that we can get people out before 10 o'clock curfew. Uh, and it's about $10 of, for adults. That'll be the next time you see me. And okay. Is that your I only show plug. in February? That's the first one. And I, I don't make me remember dates right off the top of my head. <laughs> Also want to plug the training academy. I'm currently at two six training academy in Fayetteville, North Carolina, ran by Hangtime. Great group, of, great group of guys. Great trainers. Love it there. Fun environment. So if you're looking to become a pro wrestler, do your research. Don't just jump out of school. Do your research if you want to become a pro wrestler. But two six is a good place to research. Just gonna throw that out there. Two six. Two six. Yeah, man. Your 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 mic is on mute, Jay. <laughs> it sounded like he was Two saying something. It sounded like he was saying something. You're like, I'm sorry, what? Sorry, what? He was getting ready. He was getting ready for his family matters. Right. Yeah. <laughs> getting ready for his family matters. Intro. Hey, no lie, I've been watching Family Matters on Hulu. <clears throat> It's oh, on it's Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu, all of all the episodes. That's so if you up. want to check it out, check out Hulu. You know what I'm saying? You know, smash the mat. We need to be on Hulu some way, shape, or form. You know what I'm saying? Us Pay money. us. Give us money. Indeed. Give us money. Okay. All right. So look, you see, you see all the social medias down there at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? But in case you want me to tell it to you because you don't feel like reading, it is on Instagram. At Smash Mad Podcast on Twitter, it's Smash Mad Pod. You can follow us on Facebook. Just go to Smash Space the Space Mat, and on YouTube, Smash Mad Podcast. You know what I'm saying? We are. We will, Mr. Magnificent. Yes. I hope you have the flyer, but we will be teaming up with. Nah, I knew you didn't have it. And you <laughs> tell you make sure make sure you got the pictures. But the first time ever show going down February 28th in Burlington, North Carolina at the Lucha Dome, okay, and we are going to be doing commentary for that show, and we're going to be doing special coverage, and it's a show filled with first-time matches. Expect to see guys like the international superstar Franco Varga, Suicide from Impact, Myron we- Myron Reed from MLW, Victor Andrews, so many people are going to be on that show. Like I know the car, but you know, I wish we had the picture. It's okay. We'll post yeah. it on the page. We'll post it on the page. But that's February twenty eighth. So you already know what it is. Also, y'all know how we do. You know, what I'm saying we got we putting up shows and all that stuff. And of course. We'll be doing we'll be doing commentary for the next RWC shows on uh, February sixth and the twentieth, and in case you want to watch any of those shows, the YouTube is is slowly putting up matches. 
<laughs> Rewards Carolina TV. I just seen three, the first three shows going up. And Devin Worthy's on some of those shows. So, you yeah, know, indeed. you might want to check I those out. I went back and watched myself. I went <laughs> back and watched myself. You should too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I watched the the Golden Opportunity Rumble and I was, I, did I saw myself. That was, that was my official debut. Episode three, my official debut. Hey. And I watched that and I was like, damn, I'm fat. Like, I was like, yo, that's that was before <laughs> I started my diet. And I was like, was yo, that the night you got happy. eliminated by? Was that the night you got eliminated no, no, by? No, no, by yeah. Simply delicious. Was, no, 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 no. The the other uh was it mom was it oh no 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 it was a it was a gauntlet oh, match you got eliminated. Oh no, yeah, no, no. it was the gauntlet match. You talking about okay. the great betrayal? Yeah, when oh, this the guy You know, I would like to thank everybody for cutting smash the match. Uh, yeah. We gotta, we gotta take way. this. We gotta wrap this up. I knew what you were talking about as soon as you started saying <laughs> it, Devin. Yeah, God damn it. Mama's this, boy was this guy right here. Yeah, Mama's boy was betrayed me. Betrayed you. Yeah, Backstabbed I me. I seen <laughs> the betrayal. Accidents happen. Oh, wait a minute. Go ahead, Trey. I didn't know you was gonna be there. That's awesome. Oh, this is gonna be great. Oh, this is going to be great. Trey Morgan's going to be there. Oh, yeah. It's on and popping. You already know. But, yes, you already know what it is. And that's what it is. So, thank you for tuning in to the Smash the Bat podcast. Devin Worthy, thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for having me, guys. Yes, indeed. We man. appreciate you, bro. Yeah, Absolutely. glad to make this night a little bit more essential for everyone watching. <laughs> you mean a little bit more essential! Yes. Yeah. That's it. That's yes. right. Oh, you gonna we do Mr. Anderson so. thing? I see you. I see what you did there. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do it twice. No, That's, no, that was Mr. Uh, betrayal. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. The magnificent betrayal. Oh. Mm. Oh Lord. Lord. Mm. Betrayal. <laughs> you see what I did there, kid? I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. And also, you see, you see, you can follow me there. You can, you can follow, follow J Five there. And you can follow Chantilly there on Twitter, though. That's her Twitter. That's my Twitter and Instagram. That is your Twitter, Instagram, Jay? Instagram. Yep, Twitter, that's Instagram. Your, yeah. I'm pretty much that on everything now, even TikTok. Yeah, that's smart. You just you want to just keep on plugging that TikTok, boy. <laughs> just keep on plugging that TikTok. I don't even... I don't even get on it anymore yeah, like that. It's okay. It's okay. But I we will, out of though. here, though. But it's, I will, though. Smash the map, baby. We out you. Smash the Mat Podcast, the biggest podcast ever. You're welcome. Hey, everybody. This is a Caribbean tiger, the man you love to hate. So please follow Smash the Mat Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Take care. <laughs>